Hello and welcome back to the 32 Podcast, a podcast which aims to make you happy, smile, laugh, and fill you in on all the things that are happening in pop culture, current events, current news, my personal life, not getting too personal, but and just random things I want to discuss. Um, we have a great show this week. It's episode 17. That is so wild. I surpassed a thousand streams this past week, and I cannot tell you how absolutely grateful and excited I am to have that milestone. That is the coolest, coolest thing maybe to ever happen to me. I'm not sure. Like that's, that's so wild that someone somewhere, you, my lovely audience have played my podcast over a thousand times. That's so cool. (laughs) And I realized that I'm, you know, still a very, very, very small fish in a very large ocean, but like I'm a fish. I'm maybe eating other fish. Like, I'm a predator. Like, I'm surviving in this ocean. That's so cool, you guys. I'm I'm so grateful that you're here. Um, here's a quick word from our sponsor, and we'll get into this week's episode. Okay, so it is the week of, what was Monday? I should know. January 24th. The week of January 24th. Today is the 26th for release on the 27th. Every Thursday, you know, the pod, another 32 drops. Every Thursday, 8 a.m. Or is it 7? I don't know. I seem to work every Thursday, you guys. So the pod drops while I'm at work. So I'm like anxiously waiting to see if like anyone will listen. (laughs) And again, I'm so grateful that I'm so flabbergasted that like people care what I have to say. And you're entertained by me. That's so cool. My own husband doesn't even listen. Which I will continue to bring up until he does. But he has a backlog of episodes to listen to. A actual backlog. And it's so funny that this comes up because we are still watching the morning show, which is a fantastic show, impeccably written. I I love how they're doing it. But he, the other day looked at me and was like, do you think Matt Lauer thinks about the show? And I'm like, yo, if you listen to my podcast, you know exactly what you would think that, no, you would know exactly what I think about this issue. Which is, yes, I think Matt Lauer thinks, oh my God, this is my life. But he doesn't listen to my podcast. There were quite a few, like, you don't listen to my podcast references this week, but I forget the others. I don't know. My husband's like two and a half to three days behind on pop culture. What did he say to me? He was like, oh, one of the Jonas's had a baby. And I was like, enough with you. Like, I'm fully informed. You are not. I know. Anyway. Welcome back to the 32 podcast. Happy you're here. Today we've got a pop culture update. A few um, personal stories throughout my week, but I wanted to begin this week's episode. Usually how I end the episodes, which it's never too rude to have 32. Yes, you're right. But just want to remind the lovely audience to leave me a five-star review. And if I don't earn a five-star review, leave me a review that I earn. And tell me why. Please leave a comment in the review. It really helps me. However, I'm like a real slut for reviews these days because it helps my analytics and helps me be more available to other people who are looking for new podcasts. So since you are here and since you love me and I also love you, I'm asking that that you do that on my behalf, please. iTunes, Spotify, I think you can leave a review on Google. Please like my Instagram posts if you're into social media. Um, 
If you listen to the show and you put it on Instagram, please tag me so I can share that. I just, I'm looking for free exposure. Like I said in last week's episode, I am, this is completely like shame free. I have no, what's that? What's that phrase? Like a shameless plug. Like I, like I, like I know I'm asking, but please thank you very much. I appreciate you all so much. I don't know who this person was, but I had such an amazing review come over on my Apple. I was like, I could cry. Like, I want to hug this person. Thank you so much. Like they, like they told Apple that I was like the highlight of their day. That is so cool. Like I, I'm so thrilled to be a highlight of your day. I, I just, I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. Like, and I full well know that I'm going to try my darndest to make this podcast the best podcast in the universe. And one day we're going to have like, you know, a podcast studio and an office and hanging mics and sound absorbing um, be things that Kara has. What are those called? Like honeycomb hexagon wall things and like a ring light. And I'm going to like get ready to podcast. Maybe I'll work part-time as a nurse then because I'm going to be so successful. And you guys are the reason I'm getting there. It's just like, I'm so amazed. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I love you all. Anyway. Um, so yes, if you could please leave a review, if you have not, um, I would, greatly appreciate it. Share the, share the show with someone that you love, someone that you think I would love or someone that you think would love me. I appreciate it. I am 20% to goal for this year. I want to get to 5,000, um, podcast downloads and I can only be a certain amount. (laughs) I do download my own pod. Of course I follow myself. Like I listen, but like I have to make sure I have to hear what you hear. Like I have to make sure my audience is getting premium content. How could I possibly provide you something that's not premium? I don't know. That'd be so rude. Anyway, so my week this week and the last week, actually, I've been on a bit of a, I don't want to call it journey. You guys know I'm like indifferent on that word. I've been experimenting. And with this experiment, I have gone pescatarian. So I am plant-based vegetarian. However, I am still eating fish because my previous diet was very, very high in protein. And I don't want to like totally shock my body into like not having that same amount of protein. And I don't want to like lose my hair and stuff like that's not on my agenda, but it's been very interesting. I had a conversation with one of my doctors regarding going plant-based, changing diet, some things that they're looking at in my health. I'm, I'm healthy, like no worries. Don't worry. Um, but just like, you know, having a conversation about it. And he was like, maybe just try it out. I said, okay, I'm also currently not drinking because my, um, I got labs drawn and my liver numbers were like too high. <laughs> so I'm hoping that's just like a post vacation, like, oops, Anna thinks it's cause I was at altitude and my liver got a little hypoxic. I can talk about hypoxia and a nurse nugget if necessary, but it basically means you didn't get enough oxygen. Um, so I'm also taking a break from that, but I feel really good. That's my point I'm getting at my last week I've been eating. I wouldn't say new things because like I'm a pretty good vegetable eater, but like it's interesting to frame a meal differently now that I'm not framing it like protein, starch, vegetable. I'm like essentially starting with the starch vegetable and like seeing what I can add or like maneuver to like make it different. So like last night we had pasta for dinner and I'm already gluten-free which you're like, oh God, you're so crunchy. Like I was gluten-free for 12 years before it became cool. So like back that up. I'm predominantly dairy-free, but like I cannot resist cheese. So here we are. 
But last night I made pasta and I make it with the Bonza chickpea pasta because it's really good and it has a lot of fiber. And like, to be honest, my husband's not like the greatest like vegetable requester. Like he's not going to request to eat a vegetable. Like he'll have one if it's there or if it's like, you know, coincidentally in his meal, but he wouldn't be like, oh yes, I want to eat a vegetable. Like I'm choosing that. So I get more fiber in him essentially, basically like he's five, you know, I'm doctoring his meals. So I made that and I made with pesto and sun-dried tomato and I got those little mozzarella pearl things. Very good. And I thought to myself, hmm, a week ago I would have added chicken to this, but I don't really need the chicken. So it's been an interesting experiment. It's been an interesting experiment in like what I'm eating, how much of it I'm eating, how I feel, you know. So I will continue to report back on my, you know, veggie status. I went to the farmer's market with my friend Kelly, which was so fun. I had the best time. I, our farmer's market in the town we live in is really good. Like we have so many vendors, so many stands, like really interesting things, really cool, like products, love that. There was this whole um, Middle Eastern food tent lady who had like all these things that I could eat and all her food was like labeled gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, vegetarian. I was like, thank you. This is so helpful. And she was like, oh, are you vegan? And I was like, well, I guess I'm vegan today because I'm eating your falafel and rice. But it was a wonderful time. I got like real farmer's market vegetables, which I felt like Emily Mariko. And if you don't know who Emily Mariko is, please download TikTok. She's an ASMR content creator and she cooks She's the girl who made the salmon rice, like, go viral with putting the ice cube in it and the ice cube doesn't melt in the microwave. That's how who Emily Mariko is. She makes this incredible food, but she always goes to the farmer's market and she gets these, like, amazing vegetables. Like, it was just, like, very Emily Mariko that day. It was very exciting. But, yeah, your girl's eating a lot of vegetables and a lot of beans, which, like, that's fine. I'm, I'm into, like, a Mediterranean diet, I think. I think that's a Mediterranean diet. You know – I come from a place that like, if there's a diet out there, I've probably tried it other than like Nutrisystem, Jenny Craig, that kind of crap. Cause like, I haven't tried that, but like diets that require you to cook your own food or to like follow a plan or follow a structure. Like I've done it. I've done whole 30 a billion times. I did Weight Watchers. I've done I mean, I've done low carb, but not keto. And like, cause keto is just too much for me. Like I, I'm not going to get into my feelings about keto, but everyone I know about keto is constantly talking about how they're keto. And I, it's kind of like CrossFit. Like I've had enough. I haven't even begun and I've had enough, you know, no offense to those who are keto, but like I, I, I could not sustain. That's what I'm saying. I could not, I also could not do CrossFit. So I, you know, my opinion doesn't matter. Um, and not that this vegetarianness is for weight loss, but like it's just interesting having to like reframe my millennial diet culture mind is what I'm saying. Like it's just very interesting. Like I've I've been running into a lot of things. It's like oh, you know, I'm wanting to look at a food label and I'm wanting to look at you know, well I'm looking at the food label. I'm wanting to point out different things and maybe I don't think there's enough protein in this. Or I don't think there's too. Much, I think there's too much sugar. But like in reality, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I was having a conversation with my friend Alex, who come hell or high water will come on the show one day. She tried. We tried to have her on this week, but our schedules didn't work out because I have to work tomorrow. That's fine. She will come on the show. We talk about it all the time. How you know we are a generation that 
got really underserved in like the body positivity, like healthy bodies movement. Like it came too soon and then it came too late for us. Like we had like the skinny models and the diet cookies and the, you know, all that crap. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Shoot. Oh no. I was talking to her about being vegetarian and she was kind of pointing out some of the things that I had thought already. And it was kind of like, wow, two different people have had the same thought. Like, oh, are there too many carbs in this? Oh, is this enough protein? Is it? But if honestly, if it makes you happy, eat it. That's what I'm trying to say. And I had a black bean burger that I got from Costco today that was so freaking delicious. I might have another one. It was so good. But yeah, I'm I'm grateful that there's a lot of options for me out there because I am still gluten-free and a lot of the plant-based stuff has gluten in it. Like I read a label today that literally said wheat gluten. Like, oh, that's intense. Like, let's not, let's not dance with the devil on that one. You know, can't do it. Um, I, uh, I am playing with my pen. So if you hear it, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I made myself a better list in my podcast notebook today, which shout out to crap. Who is the TikTok creator that makes this Elise paperworks? Some, I don't know, something it it's, she's there. I'll find her. Um, but I made myself a list. I'm going to check things off because last week I kept forgetting stuff and I was, you know, per use talking at a tangent and I no longer want to do that. I want to be more organized because this podcast will not pop off as I wish it to if I'm not organized. You know, it won't. I also went to Home Goods this week. I got quite a few things. I am sending a care package to a friend, which friend I will not reveal until they get it. So, <laughs> but, um, I got some things that remind me of that friend. I'm going to send it to them. I got, I needed soap, was it holder? Soap holder, soap dispenser that I could use my refills from Costco from because we got foam soap from Costco once, like in the little plastic things. And then we, I bought the refills, but I didn't buy the foam refill. I bought like the liquid refill and it makes this like farting noise every time you try to get soap out of it. And it's like, it's just like too much, but we ran out of the soap in the container. So we had to get like real containers we can refill. Anyway, I'm telling you what, being an adult, you don't think about these things. Like I, and you're like, why not just buy the, the regular soap? Because I'm trying to like reduce my waste, right? Like I care about the environment. I think, I mean, of course I do, right? If I'm a fish in the ocean, I got to care about it because that's where the plastic ends up. So I'm trying to do my part. My carbon footprint is probably huge, but I'm trying to minimize it. I don't know. Anyway, I went to Home Goods, got the soap things, got a few St. Patrick's Day gnomes because I already have Valentine's Day gnomes, which I need to put out, by the way. Reminder to myself. What else did I buy? Some like, you know, like bougie chip snacks, stuff like that. Just nothing that I'm going to like, you know, share currently with the class, but there, there's, some, there's some good product in there. Oh, some cookies. They Home Goods does have a good selection of gluten-free, like pre-made cookies that come in the box that are really like just delicious. I think they're an Italian brand that makes them. My mom buys them all the time too. They're they're very good. Okay. I would before I get into my actual stories, I just want to confirm a few like thoughts I have in my mind. There is still no reason on the internet that we know of why AJ McLean shaved his beard back in October. Yes, I said October 
I, me and Sarah reported that AJ McLean had shaved his beard after like 20 years. And we don't know why. I look at his Instagram almost every single day waiting for my answer. And it's not there. And I just, I don't know. Like this had, his reasoning said had to be done. Don't worry, it'll be back in a month. And it was not for No Shave November because I feel like he would have said that because it's cancer awareness. Right? So now I'm wondering, well, did you have some sort of procedure that you can't discuss? Which, okay, HIPAA, like I get I don't know. Like you're a public figure. Like we all want to know. And like 2022, if I do nothing else, like I want to find out the reasoning. So like, please let us know. I am, I am probably two weeks away from DMing him on Instagram (laughs) being like, Mr. McLean, please tell me why you did this. Because I have a podcast full of people that want to know. I wonder maybe he had a wonky mole under there and he had to get it taken off and he had to sh- and he couldn't shave like just like a piece like that I get like aesthetics sure maybe it was something maybe he had something wrong with his jaw like we want you to be healthy like you're a singer we need we need your mouth and your face and your vocal cords to be in pristine shape so like we need to figure this out but there is absolutely no update so just screw us I guess um I watched the latest installment of the Sex and the City reboot and spoiler alert, I'll give you like five minutes, five seconds to pause me or to speed up. Spoil, 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 spoil. Let me take a drink of my ginger ale. Hang on. Okay. Miranda tells Steve she wants a divorce. And I just couldn't hate this show more than I do after that episode because they let's not even talk about Miranda. Let's talk about Steve. Steve has become a complacent lacking personality character where he was always so charming, quick witted, Love would would have moved mountains for Miranda, you know, did sweet things for Brady. And they made him just kind of like a couch potato. And that's not who Steve was. I've mentioned that before. And Miranda essentially is having an affair when 14 years ago, when the movie came out, she felt like there was a violation of the trust when he cheated on her. When she's engaging in an, an entire relationship. And then, may I remind all of us that when they went to therapy, he was like, I broke a vow, but what about the other vows? What about your vows? Just because you're married for 20, 20, it's 20 years, 25 years, let's say, and you're complacent, that doesn't mean you didn't say vows. And that doesn't mean you still can't mean them. It doesn't mean you didn't mean them then. I, I don't understand. Like, these writers suck. Like they are ruining a good, wholesome marriage that was repaired. That was repaired. In the words of my friend, Caitlin, did the Brooklyn Bridge mean nothing? I don't know. Like it meant nothing. And now, spoiler alert again, if you're still here, the previews for the next episode is that Miranda gets in a car and is like going to where her, um, I guess, lover, 
we can call Che, like the the person she's having in this, you know, adulterous relationship with or extramarital affair. It's not adulterous. Well, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? She's going to where they are. She has to go by plane and I'm worried they're going to screw Miranda, which like she deserves it. But then I, I just I don't know the direction of this show. I don't I don't understand. This is not Miranda's character. This is Cynthia Nixon. This is Cynthia Nixon playing herself. And I, I mean, we are watching the show from Miranda. I, I just don't understand. I, I don't know what they're trying to do, but like this, these are not the ladies that we knew. They're not. And I will go on record currently now and say that I will continue to watch the show because I have to know where they take these characters. But in my head, the show ended at the end of the first movie. There we are. The second movie was enjoyable. Yes, they went to, you know, Abu Dhabi and it was great and, you know, so beautiful and lovely. But I do not acknowledge Aiden as a character. I hate him. I hate John Corbett. He is the most irritating character in every single thing that he's in, except for being the dad in the all to the all the boys we love before series and my big fat Greek wedding. I can I can stomach him in those, but other otherwise I hate him. But the Sex and the City characters' journeys ended at the end of the first movie. They would not be these people today. They would not. Um, okay, I have to move on from that because it makes me so irritated. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, not COVID, just a tickle. Um, the. Football game on Sunday night. I know I usually don't talk about sports. Like I never mention sports, but I'm just you know a sports girl. If you if you know me, you know that I was a tomboy growing up. Whatever, don't need to justify. You know, um, the Buffalo Bills played the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. I'm from Kansas City. This you know. I am a Giants fan. This you also know. But I root for Kansas City, a because the Giants aren't in the playoffs, and b because they're in two separate divisions and no conferences. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. One's NFC, one's AFC. So they never play. They play each other once every like 10 years. So it doesn't, my fandom for my hometown doesn't really matter. The Chiefs won because in overtime. And there's all this hullabaloo regarding the overtime rule because essentially the, how the rule stands is if you, first of all, Patrick Mahomes had 13 seconds to get the ball close enough for a field goal and he did it. So like, bravo. Bravo to you. So the current current overtime rule is overtime is, I think it's 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. But there's a coin toss, like the beginning of the game. But if the first team scores a touchdown, the game is over. Previous to this rule being in place, the first team could score a field goal and win. Everyone in Buffalo is mad because, you know, they scored a touchdown and they won. But if the rules were reversed, they wouldn't be so mad. The Chiefs proposed a rule change two years ago and it was denied. So I think personally, it should be like soccer. Like you get them, you get the amount of time and you play until zero. I think that'd be way more fun. And maybe cut it down from 15 to 10 if it's not already 10. I think it's 15 minutes. I don't know. My husband's not here to ask, but he would know. I, I I can agree and sympathize with the losers that 
you know, their team is not moving on because they didn't get a chance to get the ball. So then give them, give both teams the opportunity. Fine. Like you should, okay. Like get a rebuttal, you know, like if, if Buffalo got the ball back and you had, you got a rebuttal and you didn't do with it what you could then fine. But it was a phenomenal game. Like I was excited. I was invigorated. Like I was like, Oh my God, this game. But then after the game, there's a little bit of drama because Brittany Matthews, who is Patrick Mahomes fiance, they share a daughter. Her name is Sterling. She is the cutest baby. Oh my God. She's beautiful. Um, She was celebrating and she did like a champagne out the window of her box and like sprayed it on fans and everyone's like, oh my God, she's so horrible. She sprayed champagne on freezing people. No one asked for this. La la la. What, what a pompous jerk. Listen, apparently fans asked her, asked her to do that. So if they asked her and she said, yes, whatever, like not her organic idea. Is it freezing? Sure. Is everybody not celebrating at that moment? And do you really care? Like if I was celebrating my team's victory in a game like that and there was a champagne like party, I'd be like, yeah, and I would party like, and I would probably go to my car cold, but I was still going to be cold. I don't know. Like people just need to like get over it. Like, please just, we always can't be mad all the time. We got to be happy. You have to be happy sometimes. We can't just be constant Karens, right? No. I will end on this, this section. I still have all this pop culture news to tell you. The LSU dance team is our 1A hip hop champions for the, excuse me, college dance championships. Their dance is, and I am not a classically trained dancer. I did not, I danced for like two years growing up. I'm not anything. Their dance is one of the coolest things I have ever seen. Their outfits, their movements, their coordination, their their symmetry, their it's it's impeccable. Like they deserve not only to win but to go on some sort of like victory tour where everyone on planet earth sees this dance. Because it is so so good. They dance to Sierra's like a boy which has been in my head for days because all I keep seeing is this dance on TikTok because it's so gangster. But they chose that song because for years leading up to this competition, LSU refused to send them to nationals because they want to pay for it. But the boys get to go. I know. It's not fair. What happened to Title IX? Does that not include? I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look up. Let me write it down. Title IX champs. There we go. It's written down with a box around it. Because would that not include funding for competitions? I guess it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, I'll bring that back to you. Um, yeah, those are my random updates that are not technically pop culture news. Um, I guess Brittany Matthews is I'll cross that out on my thing. Um, but yeah, let's get into the actual pop culture. <laughs> okay, the first pop culture bit of the day. Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra Jonas have welcomed a baby girl. That is so exciting. No, you did not miss her pregnancy. They welcomed a baby via, via surrogate. Um, a complete surprise to everyone. Um, they uploaded a like text 
picture to their Instagrams and was like, we've welcomed a baby girl. Please respect our privacy. And like, of course, we're all going to respect it. But like, we wouldn't have known had you not told us, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like, okay. But this was, this was the best kept secret on the planet. Like, we wouldn't have known if you didn't tell us. However, I guess it's come to light that the baby, um, per the Daily Mail, was born very prematurely at 12 weeks early. Um, so perhaps that's why they are disclosing that at this time because they figured it would, you know, the information would get out. So we are praying that their baby girl is healthy and continues to grow, grow, grow in the NICU and can go home when they're able. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it yet on this, on the pod, but I was also born 12 weeks early, which pretty much shaped my life in a strange way. Um, next time I have mom on, we'll, we'll mention it. It's not going to be a whole show cause it's like very emotional, but you know, preemies unite. That's all I'm going to say. Preemies are the best kind of kids. Um, just a side note. Also, if you are looking to support, um, babies and mothers and a preemie cause, please donate to March of Dimes because they do wonderful things with, you know, your money and your, <laughs> your time for, um, mothers who can't be with their babies and kids in the NICU. So anyway, welcome to the fam baby girl Jonas. And then I also saw this really interesting post somewhere that all three Jonas brothers that are married, there's that, you know, what's the little one's name? Frankie, Frankie Jonas is not in the band, but Kevin, Nick, and Joe all have girls. So like in 20 years, there's going to be a girl group like the Jonas sisters or the Jonas cousins. That's pretty cool. I think that'd be fun, but yeah, congrats to them. I've also seen quite a bit of speculation regarding their fertility status and the reason they chose a surrogate and per the daily mail and then per people magazine, they chose to start a family via surrogate due to, um, non-fertility circumstances, I guess. So like, their busy schedules, they travel many different places for work, things like that. That was their catalyst to getting a surrogate, in addition to the fact that Priyanka is 39. Not saying that she had fertility issues, but you know what they're saying in different words is we want to start a family and these are the means that we can we could do it, so we did. And I see nothing wrong with that. I, you know, I think it's a little bit egregious of people to speculate on anybody's anything when it comes to their ability to start a family, their means to start a family, how they did it, why they did it, where, who, what, like I, I, that's so head scratching to me. It's, it's, I, who cares? It's not your baby. It's not your marriage. You know, I, I don't know. Like there's like internet trolls being like, Oh, she didn't have fertility issues. She's wasting or not wasting. Like She's, you know, taking a surrogate from someone who needs it. Well, they need it. This is their means to have a baby. I don't know. Like, like, can we not, again, like, can we not just like celebrate someone and a couple and their baby? Like, congratulations, Jonas baby. I'm so thrilled for you all. I don't care how they came into the world. They're a joy. Like everyone needs to just like stop. Seriously. Like it's so, it's so crazy and rude. Anyway, excuse me. (sighs) Moving on. 
congratulations to the to the Jonases. It's wonderful. And there's all the speculation on this on the state of their marriage. Like, get out of here. Like everyone was like, oh, they're getting divorced. They don't post enough. Priyanka changed her name on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Well, everyone got fooled because they welcomed a baby. So ha ha. Moving on for real. Next story. Um, Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin are engaged. That's cool. They've been together for a couple of years. They just had a baby in this last year too. Um, she was spotted with a beautiful giant ring on her finger, which like it's an engagement ring. We all know. I believe that sources confirmed, but they have not confirmed, but like, that's so cool. And if you're like Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin, they were dating. They've been dating for a while and they're very in love and now they're getting married. Mazel tov. That's so cool. Like congratulations. Um, more happy couple news is that Bill Hader, comedian Bill Hader, and actress Anna Kendrick have secretly been dating for over a year. And I love this couple. Like, I love this funny couple. I recently, on a plane, watched the movie Trainwreck with him and Amy Schumer. And if you haven't seen it, or if you have seen it, but it's been a while, that movie is so, so funny. I was cackling on the plane, and the man next to me, like, looked at me like, what is her problem? I, it was, oh my God. And then I got home and watched it again with Paul. And even Paul laughed at some of the jokes. It is so good. And like, I'm not the biggest Amy Schumer fan. Some of her humor, like, doesn't do it for me. Like some of it's kind of that, like, there's a word for this type of humor. I don't remember the word, but like, you want this to be funny. The funny didn't translate. And now it's just kind of like awkward like kind of like Will Ferrell's humor. Don't come for me. I don't love Will Ferrell. Like I'll talk about it next Christmas season when his only movie I like is Elf. But like, you know, if you, if you feel how I feel, you know what I'm saying. Anyway. Um, but that movie is absolutely stinking hilarious. And Anna Kendrick is hilarious. And I love that they're in love. And I love that they've been in a secret for a year. Like, why does anybody have to tell anybody anything? If you can exist happily. Right? Like I, happiness can be a secret. Like, obviously like this is a pop culture podcast. So like, I want to know, but I'm, I'm happy that, that you're happy alone with each other in secret. That's amazing. Oh, a year long secret in Hollywood is like area 51 for the rest of us. Like none of us have any idea all the time that it just, it's just like a sweeping, sweeping secret. I love that. I think that's great. Um, all right, let's see what else do I have. Let me just check these off real quick. And I already talked about them. Check, check, check. In my notebook, Elise Brianne Design. I looked it up, is the um designer. I'll tag her. Um, but anyway, and I use Sharpie pens that don't bleed. It's very important not to bleed. Okay. Um, okay, this story pulled at my heartstrings. Evidently. Yesterday, Tuesday, January 25th, was the 20th anniversary of the release of the movie A Walk to Remember with Mandy Moore and Shane West. I cannot begin to describe to you how much I love that movie. I watched that movie over and over and over and over. I know every single line. I know every single word, every single song. I had a picture of Shane West up in my room as a kid, as a teenager, like I love this movie. 
and I cry every single time I see it. And I can't believe it's been 20 years of this love story. It, I, I just love that movie. I might watch it today. That's how much I love it. I, and Mandy Moore and Shane West had beautiful like tributes to one another on their Instagrams and like, it's been 20 years. This movie changed my life. La, la. She was 17 when she made that movie. 17. She wore the blue dress from the play in the movie to her own prom. This movie changed lives. I'm telling you this movie. Oh, it's beautiful. If you, if you're in need of a good movie to watch and a good soundtrack to listen to, Oh, the, a walk to remember. Is it? It's totally it. I, that movie is great. Um, okay. Allegedly on the internet, there were rumors and we all know I love an outer banks rumor, which just to update everyone, Madeline Klein and Chase Stokes are no longer together. Again, they're not together again, which like just, oh, this roller coaster is so stressful, but they're like not dating, but they don't hate each other and we're getting a season three and fine. Um, There were rumors that Madeline Klein was not going to return as Sarah Cameron, which like, why is anyone starting this rumor? Have we not been through enough? Are we not actively going through so much more than to not have this crap? I don't think so. So she came on the internet and basically was like, I will be on this show for as long as they will have me. Which I'm endgame with Sarah Cameron and John B. So I don't want there to be a show without Sarah Cameron. However, I don't think that there would be. So she'll be on the show forever. So we're squashing that rumor. Madeline Klein has squashed it. It's over. So if you hear it, know that I am here for you and your pain with this rumor. However, it's unsubstantiated. She's coming back for as long as I'll have her. Thank God. Such a good show. Oh, man. So good. Okay. A little bit of royal news, but not the English royals, the Spanish royals. Princess Christina of Spain, who's the younger sister of King Philippe, who is the current king of Spain, is getting divorced. Now, I know you're like, so what? Which is true. She's in line to the throne after his two children and his kids. He has two daughters. Princess... Oh, what's her name? Oh my God, I gotta look. Sorry, hang on. Princess Lenore and Infanta Sophia. I don't know why they call her Infanta Sophia, but she's a princess too. It's her little sister. And then after them, I think it's this sister. Um, But she's getting divorced. And this comes following after her husband had an affair and was questioned by the Spanish government for tax fraud. Which I don't know if they consider him a private citizen in Spain, like since he married into the royal family. I'm not quite sure. But like there's some serious drama over there with the Spanish royals. So I will continue to report on the story if we get anything further, but they're getting divorced after 24 years of marriage and they have four kids, which that sucks. So we will, I will keep the updated on that. The Spanish Royals, nothing going on with the, with the English Royals right now. Let me think real quick. Nope. Just waiting for the Jubilee. February 6th is the Queen's Jubilee day. Not the celebrations, but the day. That she'll be monarch for 70 years. That's so cool. You go, Liz. Oh, my God. So happy for her. Okay. My last story 
comes from Bravo, which is a shock to no one, I realized. But Jenny Wynn from the Real, House, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has been removed from the show. She's been fired. She's been fired because she had previously deleted Facebook posts and tweets from the spring slash summer of 2020, which according to sources that I read, I didn't see the actual posts, which is typically a little weird because if they were resurfaced, they resurface everywhere. You know, I, I think at least like you would, they'd be available to see. To my understanding, they were um, in poor taste and maybe like a like too quick to post type of wordings regarding stuff that happened around um, the riots in the summer of 2020, George Floyd's death, things like things about um, the police, things of that nature. Um, so a couple days ago, they stopped filming with her. A few days ago, she was like put on whatever sort of administrative leave Bravo gives you when you're not filming. And then today, a few like yesterday, she was fired officially. Which, that's very unfortunate. Um, I stopped watching Real Housewives Salt Lake City a couple of episodes ago because it was getting really boring. And I, I didn't care. I didn't think that Jenny added much to the cast. But, you know, if she's saying things that are in poor taste enough for her to be fired from television, then she shouldn't be on the show. You know, um, if I find out what she said, I will allude to it here. Obviously if it's bad enough to be deleted from the internet, I'm not going to re put it there, but if I find out more, I'll bring it to you. Um, apparently the cast of Salt Lake city is, you know, appalled at what she said. I would assume if she had deleted them herself, she is also appalled at what she said, or she didn't want to get caught after going on television, which, you know, you said some shady crap if, you know, you have to delete something. So I don't know. It, yeah. So goodbye, Jenny. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jenny. Let me now quickly go to the New York Post's Instagram because they post the funniest sounding articles sometimes. And I just, I need to get a few of them out. Let's see. Um, woman claims drinking menstrual blood improved her health. How possibly? That's what I want to know. I do know that people eat their placenta. So, but I mean, you only have a placenta after you give birth. So, okay. This is a Spanish influencer. Oh, so in line with our Spanish royal family, she said, she drank her own blood to improve her health and well-being. She said it's pure medicine. Um, she's a self-appointed sacred woman's empowerment mentor. Okay. Her goal is to help women understand and reclaim the inherent sacredness that lies within their entire menstrual cycle. Hang on. I'm reading the rest of this article. <laughs> um, she thinks that women have been taught to be ashamed of their periods. I can get behind that to a certain point. Um, she even theorizes that tampons and menstrual pads can contain chemicals to hide our blood and compromise the natural functioning of our periods. And which she claimed are packed with all the nutrients we need. I've never in my life used the word periods and nutrients in the same sentence. 
That's wild. I, mm. There's pictures in this article. I wish. Oh my God, stop it. She's using it as a face mask. Stop it. I'm so connected to my body that I know exactly how much to drink. Oh my God. I'm sorry to bring this to you guys. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Okay, I have to stop. Oh my God. New York Post, you guys are so fucking savage. Oh my God. Okay. Let's go to a nicer story. Oh my God. Um, let's see. Ex-bank CEO, $220,000 spent at a strip club was a business expense. I would be interested to know your reasoning for that. Um, Amy Schneider is making history as the Jeopardy champion. I have seen this. I don't watch Jeopardy, but as of yesterday, and Jeopardy, what's today? It hasn't um, aired yet today. But she won her 39th game, becoming the number two on the hit game show's all-time consecutive win list. That's pretty cool. Every Jeopardy episode, I maybe get like, I don't know, five, (laughs) three to seven things right on the off day that there's like a pop culture column. I get more, but like getting those three to seven makes me feel really smart. I'm just saying. What else does the post have to give us? Oh, apparently, this, I found this interesting because I'm a Disney person. Um, It's a small world. You know, it's a small world after all. You know, you know it. Um, The animatronic people don't turn off. They're always on. So they turn the lights out, but the people are still dancing. That's freaking creepy. I tell you what. So I don't mention a lot of politics on this podcast. Not because I'm not open to a conversation. So if I ever say anything and you're like, I don't really agree with you, please let me know. I would love to have a conversation about it because that's how we grow. But I just feel that politics have really divided people. And obviously this podcast is not a place for division. Unless you're someone who likes the Sex and City reboot and you don't like Outer Banks and, you know, you don't care about the Backstreet Boys, then like, all right, we're going to have a discussion. But you know, mostly it's not my cup of tea, but I will say just one thing that will be very interesting in the coming year is that current Supreme Court Justice Breyer announced that he's going to retire. So in order to keep everyone informed on this show, Justice Breyer is one of the Supreme Court justices. When you're appointed, you're appointed for life. You can either die as a current justice or you can choose to retire. So The most previous justice that we lost was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She had passed away, obviously. Previous to her was um, Justice Scalia. Um, So you can either die or you can choose to retire. He is 80. Justice Breyer is 83 years old. He's choosing to retire. Um, I believe he had released in his statement. He's released a date later this year. Um, I think it's a little bit of a courtesy to give the country heads up, but like he's fully entitled to his retirement. He's 83 years old. He's been in the highest court in land since 1994. That's almost 30 years. And this is, it's not a stress-free job. This is very stressful. So I think it'll be interesting who is appointed next. Remember that the president appoints 
the Supreme Court justices and the Senate votes them in or doesn't vote them in. Um, I think it'll be interesting. The last two appointments have been from a, from a Republican. This obviously this will be from a Democrat. So I think it's interesting. Yeah. So happy retirement, Justice Breyer. I wish him nothing but the best. Is there anything else that's happening in the world? What's new with you guys? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can't listen. You can't respond to me. <laughs> but if you could, I'm hoping you're having a great day. Yes, I will continue to keep you abreast of all of the things I discussed today. AJ McLean's face, everyone's relationship status, Princess Christina of Spain and her divorce. Maybe I'll watch a walk to remember. Goodbye, Jenny from The Real Housewives. Nick and Priyanka's baby. I will continue to update us on that because that will be a little bit of a journey, obviously. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, my vegetarian journey. I don't have any current plans to like be a carnivore this week, but we never know. Um, yeah, I'm still feeling pretty good. I will I will um, follow up on the LSU dance team and what Title IX says for competition fees. And whose responsibility it is and all that to send the team. Um, but yeah, not else much is going on with me this week. I work the next three days. That'll be interesting. Hopefully, maybe not. Maybe it'll just be like smooth sailing. Knock on wood. <laughs> it's been very rainy and cold here. I'm wearing my Uggs inside my house. That's how cold it is in Florida. I think it's like 58 degrees right now. Which that's cold in Florida because of the humidity and the wind. And all that we're closer to the equator and it does this I don't know it's some science um yeah I'm so thankful you guys have listened this week thank you very much I think that's all I got remember also if you want me to talk about something on the pod please email me please send it to me via text if you have my number via Instagram either one my personal if you have it or a 32 pod and I would happily take recommendations every week on the instagram there's a post that matches the stories i talk about and there's a post announcing the episode is up so look for two things please like comment share story the show um if you want to mention something on the show please let me know if you want to be on the show of course please let me know um if you want to argue with me about something please go ahead (laughs) I'm happy to have that conversation. Um, and yeah, I'm so grateful again that you're here. I, the start to this year has been so great for the podcast and I'm hoping that you guys have had a wonderful January. And next time I talk to you, it might be February. That's wild. A month into this year, 2022, a true year of change. All right, guys, remember it's never too rude to have 32. Bye.